0: So this morning we're going to continue with the breath in the body practice and then we'll also be expanding the instruction into Vedana or feeling tones. So let's just take a few moments and reconnect with the breath and the body. This establishing mindfulness of breathing. Fundamental in this practice. again like the other mornings, connecting either at the tip of the nose or the rise and fall of the belly, or uh, an open awareness of the body breathing, whatever works best for you. Possibly incorporating the noting practice of on the in-breath, just noting in or breathing in. On the out-breath, noting out or breathing out. This. This is a practice of kind of giving the mind a job, help keep the mind and the body connected through the breath. attention wanders off, just acknowledging where it's gone, future or past, history or mystery. And then aiming the attention back to this breath or this sitting, breathing body. as we begin to expand our awareness beyond the breath and the body, opening up to the feeling tones. This is the subtle quality of each experience. And this first instruction is beginning to have some awareness of our feeling tones, whether each moment that we can sense or we can experience as pleasant, unpleasant, and neutral. It's beginning to open up to This level of awareness, each breath or moment, sound or smell, even thoughts. And we sense into their their feeling tone the felt sense of each moment as pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. So in a sense, this is the expansion of the noting practice, instead of just noting breathing in, breathing out, we're also noting when the sensation of pleasant or unpleasant or or neither arises. Again and again, acknowledging where your attention has gone, noting whether the experience is pleasant, unpleasant or neutral, establishing mindfulness back into the breath or body. And then as you feel reconnected to the moment to moment experience, opening up to this feeling tone, sensing into or the felt sense of each moment of experience, each place of sense contact, We're not judging the experience. We're just noting whether it is pleasant, unpleasant, or neither. What is this moment like? Pleasant? Unpleasant? Or neutral? Just noting. <coughs> Continuing to establish a, an open awareness. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we begin to see how our moment to moment experience can change from pleasant to unpleasant or from unpleasant to neutral. And we stick with the changing of the experience, So in this same way that we can examine or explore our moment to moment felt sense experience we also can turn this same feeling tone awareness towards the sense door of our mind seeing thoughts and <coughs> feelings as pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. Or even just when we begin to get lost into a story, and then we wake up, in that moment we can acknowledge whether this was pleasant. Unpleasant or neither. Establishing awareness back into the breath and body. And just Expanding out. So we're not evaluating our thinking as much as we're just acknowledging that there is a connection between our felt sense or the feeling tone of each experience and the thoughts that manifest. Maybe begin to see there's a connection if any of this seems too complicated or difficult, just keeping the awareness in this sitting, breathing body. And asking yourself, what is this like? This moment, this breath. this thought, without getting lost or taken away, swept away by our feelings or emotions. We can just observe them and allow them. If we're able to acknowledge a pleasant experience, can we also not grasp to that experience? When there's an unpleasant sensation that arises, or feeling tone, can we not avoid it or try to push it away? within our neutral experience. Can we not numb out or dull to the lack of pleasure or aversion or unpleasant? This is the area that we can work within this feeling tone. Seeing in this moment of sense contact there's a wave of reaction or response that we can have some choice about using this technique of noting and awareness we Can begin to identify these moments of grasping or aversion or numbing out. Again, not with judgment, but with an examining or exploratory understanding. this is the time for uh, questions, things you're wondering about the practice, the instruction. The Dharma talk last night. Not just necessarily for me, but for any of us. Do you have any questions? Please, Gene. Um, On the uh, feeling terms of the Vedanas, Um, I find for myself it really depends where I put my attention, Mm -hmm. you know, even if I just focus on my body, there's parts of my body that feel pleasant and other parts that are uncomfortable Mm -hmm. so is it more the everything together, the feeling, or is it really where the focus of the mind is? It's confusing Yeah, I think that's a great question, um because I think it really depends on the person you know uh, my understanding is that it's at the sense doors so that's all of them right uh, but yet some just like in open awareness as you you're, you know and that we're going towards open awareness where you' you're kind of moving where the attention may go or where uh, feeling tone arises so maybe there's an unpleasant feeling tone in the knee. And so you can acknowledge, you know, unpleasant. And then maybe even watch it fade to neutral as uh, maybe a pleasant sound moves into the ear. You know, so, you know, that that's kind of the way that I think about it. So it's not really localized in any one particular place, but really kind of the overall <coughs> body awareness or... Aware, you know, kind of awareness of being. That's the way I see it. Is really, do you guys have anything to add to that? Or? Can I add something? Please.
1: Uh, last night, Jason brought up a, one of the points he brought up very important is that the whole reason for bringing awareness to the Vedana is that. What is it that conditions the? So, what conditions the mind to suffer is the craving. What is the conditions the mind to crave? It's the, vain. the pleasant, unpleasant, neutral. So, it's what is in service of freeing us from that habitual, automatic reaction we get into with our experience. So, it's really. I would say it's. It's yes. It's exactly what he says. And it, it's. It's not so important how you connect with it. It's. It's the knowing. There's the experience. And then as we become more aware of if it's pleasant and unpleasant, we don't need to stir the mind up in looking for it, but it's really in service of if there's some uh, clinging that's happening and some craving, mm-hmm. we can look, well, what's, what's fueling that? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's pleasant, unpleasant, bring the mm-hmm. mindfulness there. And sometimes it can... It can there, a letting go at least has a chance to happen. So kind of seeing it like a seed of the craving or the...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And also it's taught in a number of different ways so sometimes you're going looking and noticing consciously the pleasant unpleasant, neutral and another way it can manifest also is just by staying in the breath of the body we naturally become more aware of when the, the if what's happening is pleasant unpleasant more of the time too so you know, it can manifest in a lot of different ways and practice in a lot of different ways
2: this, this is really important in the cycle of dependent origination which is the description of how we get caught in cycles of suffering and the place that you can break out of the cycle is in the awareness of pleasant unpleasant and neutral because that's the place of reactivity so that's why it's so important because the minute you you go over into craving then you're likely to continue around and do the same thing all over right,
1: yeah. again. If I could just also, find <laughs> it's it's such a big topic, and all the different voices are important. <laughs> this feel, you know, that the Buddha actually designated a whole foundation of mindfulness on feelings. To, to where we get the context of the four foundations of mindfulness. One is dedicated just to this alone, It speaks to the importance. And, of course, as we progress in the mindfulness, these feeling tones give rise to more sophisticated cycles of thoughts and emotions and the activity. So if we begin to catch it earlier on, as we were saying, we can intentionally uh, break that cycle.
0: It's a little like, um, you know Mary Grace talks often about uh, astronomy and the stars, and we were talking this morning about... Um, you know, it's a little like there's a telescope, and you can kind of view an area of, you know, the sky. But then, when you can zoom in, you actually see even more. And then you can zoom in, and you see even more. And it gets really more and more finite. So it's actually very similar, the same way that we're doing the same uh, uh, fine tuning or kind of uh, uh, telescoping into our own being, our own experience. Where at first we're just kind of reacting to pleasant, unpleasant, you know, or neither. Where there's no reaction and there's just a kind of a dullness. One of the places, um, oh, in just a second. One of the places that uh, I actually want to really invite you to look at this is in walking meditation today. To really uh, acknowledge, you know, um, what what's happening in your experience as you're walking it, whether and how it shifts. Uh, one uh, yogi was talking the other day about um, really paying attention during walking meditation to the way the sun was shifting, to uh, the the feeling of how, how maybe vigorous walking. And then slowing down, begin to change, and just begin to kind of, again, begin to kind of fine-tune and notice a little bit deeper each moment-to-moment experience within each of these awarenesses is the potential for freedom.
2: should be a different way and how do
1: you sort of work with that aversion, craving, and uh, Aversion, craving okay, never arises in our minds when we're having those discussions. It's <laughs> <laughs>
2: <That's>
0: true. Attachment <laughs> to view, maybe.
2: You do what I tell them to. <laughs> <laughs> maybe attachment
1: to view arises. Yeah, I don't. So the question is, for any of us in any situation, how do we work with when aversion or craving arises? So there's a, a specific example. So that's that's kind of an exploration we're all involved in, right? What do we do when aversion or craving? And if we're just caught in it, well, then we're going to react. For all of us as human beings, we're going to just react in whatever way our minds happen to be habituated or conditioned. Mm-hmm. And if we're mindful and aware of what's happening, then we know, oh, this is the situation, this is the experience. <coughs> it's unpleasant or pleasant. Oh, there's some craving or aversion in the mind and then we then at least we can have some freedom and choice in how we respond to the situation. what the response will be, what's wise and skillful in any situation that just depends on the situation right? And that's the practice that we're all doing here is strengthening the, the ability to be less distracted and the ability to be more mindful and clearly knowing what's happening. And then that, that's what we're all, this great adventure we're all engaged in together.
2: Can I make a comment? Please? Um, so, it's always harder to catch these subtle things when you're interacting with people. You know, because there's a lot of action going on. And, and so it's tremendously helpful to be working with a, pe- a group of people who are practicing. Because, you know, this is where we really support each other because then we can see, okay, we're halfway down that path, you know, of attachment. And then we can, then we can, in, you know, in the group we can say, whoa, I need to back up. You know, and there's support for that. Say, wow, I really <laughs> got attached to that. And so I'm going to go back and kind of retrace my steps back to the initial or whatever it is that, that we can trace it back to and say, okay, we start. And so I think that happens a lot, too, mm-hmm. is there, we're, we're supporting mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <coughs> Along the same lines, I think, um, you mentioned, uh, you said it a couple times, um, <coughs> uh, without judgment, without um, judgment, yeah' <laughs> uh, <Why not? laughs> assigning, <laughs> assigning uh um, pleasant unpleasant music. Uh, yeah and that's a puzzle for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is it at all accurate to say uh that we're sort of isolating the first judgment that's what it felt like i was doing was like okay here's my first judgment stop mm. <laughs> here here uh-huh or not stop and acknowledge you know, at this
0: point. Because it definitely felt like a judgment. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever that means. It does uh, feel like a judgment, but and that's precisely why I said that, because once once we have... Because feeling tone is actually an experience, right? And, and then when we bring perception into it, or kind of the comparing mind of that pleasant is good and unpleasant is bad and neutral is neither and it's kind of numb or dull, then it's judgment. So if we can actually get, and that's what I was kind of asking, is to get just below that. And Tom, this is tough. I mean, this is, so if we can see it and catch it at the first judgment and then let go or relax, great. That's, Really, but it's, it's, it was really just about kind of naming uh, when we start getting into then judging our experience, right? Because, uh, and, and, and actually the way that I talk about this a lot is the difference between judging and discerning. That discerning is to acknowledge what's happening without putting that layer of comparing of good, bad, or different. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's it's really a discerning quality that we're asking you to do: discern whether this moment is pleasant, unpleasant, and neutral without any of the reaction. And like uh, I like the way Marcy said, some you know this is true for me for sure. You know, down the road, a couple thoughts I catch: oh wow, I'm really having a reaction to, you know, pleasant, unpleasant, or neither. And then kind of backtracking: oh yeah, that you know. That's what that is, you know. So I'm. So sometimes the thought that that's why I was saying to point towards uh, seeing the reactive patterns of our mind, too, the thought patterns of our mind, because sometimes that's we're not going to even notice until we get into the perception. But again, it's a practice, you know. And so uh, you have all day, and then the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> One more. Yeah. Uh, Is the practice to sit with, like, like is part of it sitting with unpleasant things, like, when they're really unpleasant, like, the way your body feels and as they just Mm -hmm. continue to get more unpleasant... Yeah. Right. yeah and I'm notice yeah. yeah it really is and and then notice how that changes guys when we don't attach to it notice how it changes because it will or
1: not yeah or not it change fast enough.
0: right it won't change fast enough so we need to we need to shift now because we're going to have interviews and i just wanted to say something about it's the third day and uh,